Welcome back to the Get With Our Podcast. This is episode 146, and today is the first official day with our new co-host, Casey Watkins. Um, it's also our first day doing video podcasting, so bear with us and my stupid dogs in the background <laughs> that will not. I don't trust them in the house by themselves, so they're here. This is how it's going. It's our first day. I hope you could be patient with us, bear with us, but we're really excited to be here. Um, Casey has been a part of the team since the beginning, and she has been a force for Yet We Thrive. If you visited our blog before, Casey is the author of the vast majority of those posts. Um, she's recently taken over a social media account, writing all the posts and creating the graphics, and her posts usually get the most likes. Um, she's so good with words and is also like really relatable and inspiring at the same time. So super excited that she's doing that. And she's been on the podcast several times, but I'm excited for her to be here permanently. Big shout out to Jess, who was a face faithful co-host for three straight years. We're definitely going to miss her and she will still come on occasionally, but um, I'm really excited for the season that she's entering into right now. So um yeah, like we said, we're doing video podcasting. We've got some big changes in store. Um, Forget yeah, We Thrive. It's been a really hard year for two years. It's been a really hard two years for our team these past couple of years. So um, we've kept the podcast going. Kept the podcast going. And we have kept social media going for the most part. Um, but we're really excited dig back in and have a fresh start and be active again. So and we're excited that you're here to join us, that you get to come along on this ride with us. So thank you for being here, all of our listeners and Casey. I am so excited. That is actually, if we can jump right in, that is Let's my joy today. Yeah, I love it. My first like, you know, official, I know that I, I, um, co-hosted a month or two before when Jess had some conflicts, mm -hmm. but you know, this is kind of like my first like official uh -huh. co-host and I'm just so excited to be here. Yay. I'm so glad. I'm excited too. It's awesome. Well, let's jump into our frustration and joy. Um, my dogs that they are <laughs> Woodford. Don't I can see it. Oh, Woodford. Stop. Sorry, they're making me crazy. I might have to pause and get them out of here. One of them is being good. She's just laying on the ground. It's just Woodford that's being naughty, being naughty. So that's my frustration. But my joy is it snowed this morning. <laughs> and I know, I know most people hate the snow and it is an unpopular opinion to like it but I like it and I'm glad that it snowed and it's bringing me joy. It is beautiful outside my window. Yeah, it really is. I'm in the basement, so I can't see it. <laughs> I just am acknowledging later, later. that it's there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. What about you? Um, my frustration, I had a migraine last night while I was cleaning. And so I have a little bit of migraine hangover today, um, which is honestly kind of ironic considering our thrive tip <laughs> this month. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. But as I said, my joy is getting to co-host. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited to be here and um, be able to serve this way. So yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Well, our Thrive Tip this month is to love your body. Um, it's February and Valentine's Day. It's the season of love. And we talk about all the relationships in our life, but we don't always talk about loving ourselves and loving our bodies. And we understand that in, if you're in this club with us, loving your body is really hard and really complicated in a way that's entirely different from people who are not in this club yep. because we feel like our bodies have betrayed us by we can't get pregnant or we can't sustain a pregnancy or maybe we did sustain a pregnancy, but then at the last minute something happened and we still lost our baby, um, you know, had a stillbirth or something. And that just feels hard and so complicated um, and then even if you have sustained a pregnancy and you have a healthy baby, loving your postpartum body is also really hard and complicated because it's just totally different than it was before. So it's a complicated thing, but we want to talk about it because it's important to love your body. It is, especially when, you know, you you feel like you're broken in this club there are so many things that were told, you know, you should be doing this. You should be doing that by, oh, goodness, let's be real, by everyone, by mm -hmm. your doctors, by your grandmother, by your best friend, by everyone has a solution to your, oh, say, say hi to my kitty. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> um, yeah, we just it's so easy to feel broken. And so, um, I think, you know, this thrive tip this month, especially is kind of good to refocus, you know, and, um, especially after coming out of the holidays mm -hmm. and I know we're, you know, we're a month out at this point, but some of that still lingers. It and does. so talking about, um, yeah, we made New Year's resolutions and some of them might have been to eat healthier or to exercise more or to lose X amount of pounds. And those are all good things. There's nothing wrong with those things. Um, but is it stemming from you want to just look better or you want to feel better or you want to fit in better or is it because at the base you love your body and you want it to be the best that it can be? And we understand too that sometimes, a lot of times, you know, doctors will tell you, you could get, you might get pregnant easier if you drop 10 pounds. Or we understand yes. that some of those goals are fertility related and you need to make them. You yeah. need to make them. And that's, you know, we go good for you at that point. And when you're done, let's have chocolate cake together. Please. <laughs> I will bake it myself. Um, but that's why, you know, we want to talk about this this month is mm -hmm. no matter where you at, where you're at with your goals or with, you know, doctor's appointments or your fertility journey. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it comes down to we need to love our own bodies. 
Yes. Because they're amazing. Mm -hmm. our, our bodies are amazing. They can do yeah. so many amazing things. And it can be really easy to lose sight of that when we're in the midst of hating our bodies. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and it's, when we get that, we've been there. I've been at the place where I've been like, I just hate my body right now because it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Um, sometimes that's part of the process and that's okay. We're not going to shame you for that. Um, and we're going to cheer you on as you make your goals and you try to do better for your body. Um, but you know, January comes to an end and then February comes on and you kind of lose sight a little bit and it's okay. Just breathe. This whole episode isn't even about goals and whatever. It, it really <laughs> is about loving your body. We're just at that point in time where, you know, our Jamie, who's one of our team members, she makes cookies and sells them. She told me like yesterday that everybody's still dieting because she hasn't had any orders this month. <laughs> it happened last year too. So it's just, we're just at that time where diet and exercise and all those goals are just coming into play. Mm -hmm. um, but we want to encourage you to love your body before you hit your goal because that's yep. important. It's so important. So um, let's get really vulnerable for a moment about our own body insecurities. <laughs> you ready oh, for this? I don't know that I am, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sometimes just like calling them out can make it easier to tackle. So mm -hmm. Casey, what are some of your body insecurities? Um, I am on the heavier side. And I have been for years and years and years. Um, and I struggle with yeah. that. And, you know, I, I flip flop because it's, it's purely vanity, purely vanity. <laughs> I would like to, you know, be able to shop in the large section, mm -hmm. um, you know, which honestly is, our, our culture is probably part of that. You know, that's what we're yeah. fed. If you're not a, a size five or right. six, whatever it is. Right. So, you know, I recognize that's part of it, but mm. I um, definitely, I got a few of the fun, fluffy jeans in my DNA. <laughs> that I love the word fluffy. It just makes me like, <laughs> You just let it come and hug, hug you. <laughs> I think I taught your kids that too. Really? Like at some point, somebody asked me, one of your younger kids, a couple years ago when I was babysitting mm -hmm. them, they were so kind about it, but they were curious um, because I, like I would say a lot of the women in your family are, you know, they're on the trim side. Mm -hmm. And so they ask me, I forget exactly how they said it. It was something like, you know, why is, why is there more of you kind of thing? <laughs> like it was, you could tell, like they wanted to ask the question, but they didn't want to hurt my feelings. Like they were being so yeah. kind about it. And I just told them, I was like, well, 
I'm, you know, just kind of fluffy like a marshmallow. And after that, I think it was Ellie, because after that, she would, for weeks, she would come up and give me the hugest hug and go fluffy like a marshmallow. Like, she just was, like, all about that. It's like, all right, well, you know, fluffy is usually a positive word, so we'll we'll roll with it. That's so um, that was so funny. I had no idea. <laughs> well, thank you for handling that. Way to go. That does sound like an LA thing that she would just like latch on to and in an endearing way. It it was it was adorable. It was adorable. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. But yes, I am on the heavier side and I do struggle with that. Yeah. Understandably. Um, I've got some real thick thighs, everybody. She thick. <laughs> And I just sometimes feel like a butternut squash. <laughs> just, just like, like technically, if you like look up body types, it's like because my hip, my hips and my shoulders are the same width. And oh, so technically, yeah. I'm like an hourglass body shape, but I do not have the boobs to support it. The girls are not there. They're just tiny little things. And so it's just a weird, I'm like, I don't fit in a body type really because I mean, sometimes it's like apple, but my shoulders. See, I'm I'm the same, but I'm opposite. Okay. Like I got the girls. Mm-hmm. I don't have a butt to speak of. Well, yeah, I have that. She's hard so to fit in sometimes. The- Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have the opposite problem. You get to wear all the cute tops and I get to wear normal jeans, I guess. I <laughs> the Walmart jeans. <laughs> I just always have this like gap in my jeans because my my booty is nice and plump, but right. my waist, you know, like, like is always like itty bitty waist round thing in your face because that's like, are delicious. So, you know, but there's the gap. That's annoying. So jean shopping is not fun. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, and then as a kid, I was really self, self-conscious self of my red hair and my freckles because nobody had red hair and freckles. They all, were all blonde or brunette and no freckles to speak of. So for years, that was a huge thing that I was self-conscious. I remember being like, eight and asking my mom if I could color my hair because I just wanted to be like everybody else. And she would tell me people pay a lot of money so they can color their hair red, you know? And I, I eventually learned that I love my, now I love my red hair and I love my freckles, but it took a while. Um, and then I've got this like really like bird nose. You want to see it? People who are on the video, there it is. There she is in her shining glory. Um, I would like look at pictures of myself from the side and be like, is that what I look like? Is that, is she me? Is that? Again, now I've learned it's part of my Hungarian heritage that I am just, am proud of, but it took a long time. The red hair and freckles are from my Irish heritage and my nose is from my Hungarian heritage. And I just, it just took time for me to learn to love those things about myself instead of 
cringe at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for my hips and the girls, it's a journey. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. Um, yeah, but it's hard. It's really hard to talk about these things. Yeah. Especially when you know that X amount of people are listening and watching and going to be like, hmm. Um, but if we can do it, then we think you can do it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first step is to name those insecurities. Because if you can't name them, you can't address them. So name those insecurities, accept them for what they are, and then take the next step forward, which really is gratitude. It comes back to gratitude and being intentional, just like everything else. We always come back to that. We come back to gratitude and being intentional. Um, so I've, like I said, I've been on a journey for a while, but mostly the past year to just really love my body. Um, it's not always easy to do and I wish my thighs were smaller or my pant size keeps going up or even like, let's talk about like ailments because we both have migraines that we struggle with. It is hard to love our bodies when we're down with a migraine or my endometriosis will flare up and it keeps me in bed. And that's really hard. It is really hard to love my bodies in those moments because I'm like, here it is again, letting me down again. This isn't normal. This isn't the norm for most people. Um, And I know a lot of us who are in this club, we do have things like PCOS or endometriosis or migraines Mm -hmm. or hormonal acne or things that they really go hand in hand um, with our fertility journey. So it's there's a lot of that here. I have found a lot of it and it is really hard to love our bodies when those things are happening over and over. Um, but what's really helped me to recognize, and here's the key, appreciate what my body can do, um, is being intentional and naming the things and finding out the things that I can do to help me love my body. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just like a state of mind. It helps to actively do things too. Um, so we want you to hear this, lean in, listen. Your body is beautiful. It is amazing. And it may not be where you want it to be yet, but give yourself grace, give yourself time and give your body some love because it is just incredible. So let's dive into some of the things that we can do to help us love our bodies? What is the first thing? Well, move your body, obviously. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how you move your body. Mm -mm. It could be going on a walk. It could be doing some yoga or it could be, you know, maybe you need to find the, the spin class or the, um, oh, what's the, the lifting one? I can't think yeah, of it. I don't know. I forget Wait, what there's, a, there's class, a, lifting one. a lifting one, but you know, the, some people really like that, like heavy, like mm-hmm. you really, really give yourself a workout, but then some people need the lighter version. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I, I personally, I am a housekeeper mm-hmm. and so I move my body a lot with cleaning, Yeah, <laughs> which is a lot of different, you know, I'm scrubbing showers and mm-hmm. I'm vacuuming and all of those fun things. Um, 
But on the off days, I really enjoy doing yoga and just that kind of gentle stretching. Um, I can find, you know, the, I just use like YouTube and I can find Mm -hmm. those, you know, 10 minute video, even on a day that my head is hurting and I go like, okay, I just really want to stretch like Mm -hmm. my back right now, Mm -hmm. you know, just finding, finding those ways to treat yourself gently and listen to what your body needs. Yeah. Um, so, you know, moving your body is important, but don't move it because you have to do it a certain way. Right. Yeah. Figure out what feels good to you mm-hmm. and do that. Yes. Um, I spent years doing cardio because people told me that that's what you're supposed to do. That's the best form of moving your body and cardio is extraordinarily hard on my endometriosis and my migraines. I would leave a workout feeling terrible because I had moved my body in a way that was not great for my body. Years later, I found out that if you have hormonal issues, ding, ding, ding me, um, most of us probably cardio is not can actually be worse for you than like better for you because Mm -hmm. it stresses your body out and that causes what is, I should have looked this up beforehand, but when you're stressed, your body hangs on to weight essentially. And so you're stressing your body out in a way, not in a good way, not in a pushing it way, but in a way where it's not good for your body, where it's stressed instead of challenging and it's not really doing what it's supposed to for you. You're supposed to do more gentle movements if you have hormonal problems. And I wish I would have known this years ago. So I've switched to mostly yoga based and I do really like to lift. So I do that too, because it's not, it doesn't stress me out. It's not too hard on my body. Um, but that has been a game changer for me. So just like figure out what it is, like go for a walk, go for a run, go for a jog, whatever, but staying sedentary is not good for your body or your mind. So dance, have a dance party every day, whatever it looks like. Or if you have a physical job, then that counts too, but move your body. It's important. It's good for you. We will not tell you how to do it because that's up to you, but it is key. It's a key part of loving your body is moving your body. Next, we have nourish your body. Again, we're not here to talk about diets or lifestyles or yada, yada, yada. There's so much different information out there and you can do research on your own. But I know if I eat like crap, I feel like crap afterwards. Are your migraines triggered by any food? Do you know? Not that I have noticed. Yeah, mine neither. Um, mine are usually hormonal, sinuses, weather, that kind of mine too stuff. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have the same. You know, you go eat way too much greasy junk food in a weekend, and I hit Monday going, oh, hmm. Mm-hmm. My stomach is not happy with me right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
yeah. Or even if I like just eat too much and then I'm like full and miserable for hours. I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. And then I do it again. But then when I like stop myself before I'm stuffed, I'm always like, I'm really glad I feel way better. I don't feel like gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do your own research, figure out what fuels your body and what drags your body down and go with that. Figure out. And sometimes that takes trying thing, different things out and moving things around. Um, we'll talk about more of this later in a few of our tips. But for me, I, as I've said before, I was diagnosed with the MTHFR gene mutation last year. And if you have that, your body cannot process folic acid. So there's folate, which is the natural vitamin that come you find it in like the B vitamin family. And you find that in fruits and vegetables and stuff. That's fine. Folic acid is the lab made synthetic of folate. And it's in everything. If it's like enriched wheat flour, that means it has folic acid in it. If it says, what is it? It's enriched and there's another term for it. And I can't remember what it is. My body doesn't know how to process that. And so eventually that builds up and turns into stress, anxiety, uh, irritability, weight gain, depression, panic attacks sometimes, migraines, asthma. I mean, literally like I have hit all of these before and for years I didn't know. So now that I know that I can't process folic acid, I try to avoid it as best I can. It's in everything. I still eat it. I just am way more aware of what, how much of it I'm eating. And I have definitely seen the effects. So nourish your body, (laughs) figure out how to nourish your body and then do that to the best of your abilities. Again, no shame here. Nope. All right. Our next one is Casey. Take care of your body. I was afraid you were going to make me talk about this because I am terrible at this. (laughs) Well, I'm not great at it either. So So taking care of your body can look like many things, really. Mm -hmm. Um, It can look like going to see your doctor. It can look like taking your meds. It can look like just going outside and breathing the fresh air. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, it kind of starts with listening to your body and Mm -hmm. what you feel like it needs. And for some people, that means, you know, you need to go to a doctor and you need to talk to a professional and figure out, you know, I'm having this or I'm experiencing this. What do I need to do? Sometimes you just need to take a multivitamin. Like it, right. it, it doesn't, sometimes it's not complicated. Right. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite winter tips, mm-hmm. the just you're talking about um, breathing fresh air kind mm-hmm. of reminded me of this. Um, the, the Nordic countries mm-hmm. are known for opening their windows in the winter. Mm-hmm. And 
So I have not, obviously, when it's crazy, crazy cold like we've had lately. Right, right. The windows are closed. But (laughs) when it gets a little bit warmer, Uh um, just opening your windows and letting fresh air into your home Mm. has just, it's doing it at my house has been amazing. I've been doing it specifically in our bedroom. Ah, And so I'll open the windows for a little bit like Mm -hmm. in the morning, you know, to kind of circulate the air and just get some fresh air in there. And it just, it's almost, I kid you not. And maybe it's just a mental thing that I know I did it. So I feel like this, but it almost feels like I changed the sheets, you know, like when you go slip into clean sheets. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. That is the feeling I get when I go to bed and I'm like, it's, it just feels fresh. That is a really good, yes. That's a really good way to describe it because, so I read, I think last year somewhere, the best amount of time or like the minimum amount of time that you should keep your windows open every day is 15 minutes. And that will reduce like the dirt in the air in your house and it will help boost your immune system and your mental health and keep the air from being stale in your house. So I've been trying to do this (laughs) because... I was like, actually, I can see that I do feel like I've been boosted when I open my windows. Mm-hmm. I love opening my windows. Um, so even in the winter, not on the extremely cold days again, yeah. but when you can. So in my bedroom, when I either clean my bathroom or do or my bedroom or do my laundry, I'll open my windows while I'm doing that and just let the fresh air come in. That is the feeling of clean sheets. Yes. It's so fresh and so crisp and so good. Especially in the winter. It is. I don't know what it is, but it it is. Like with, you know, when the heat's on and we're like, you know, we're, we're snuggled up. We are hibernating Uh over here. And I don't know. There's just something about, I usually do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, because Carl's gone at work and can't complain <laughs> that the house is cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically I, yeah, I'll just crack them open for honestly about as long as I can stand it. Yeah. You know, when I start getting pretty cold, which is for me, 20, 30 minutes, depending on the temperature, Yeah. then I go, okay, it's time right. and it feels fresh and it's, yep. you got to try it. Really do. It's 10 out of 10 recommend, please. Yep. And if you can't do that in your home, Mm -hmm. next time you go for a drive, crack your window open just for a minute. Uh Uh-huh. My dad used to do that. He would, when it was freezing outside, he would blast his heat and then roll his window down most of the way. And I'm like, dad, why are you doing that? You're (laughs) an insane person. And he would be like, Cause I like the fresh air. I like the air blowing on my face, but it's cold. So I have the heat up and now I get it. I get it, dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so good. So yeah, take care of your body. See your doctor. If you need rest, rest. If you need to take a time out, take a time out, take care of your body. Listen to your body is next. (laughs) Are you good at this, Casey? Are you good at listening to your body? <laughs> no. Nope. Listen, I feel like I'm good at 
hearing my body. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> but I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know you need this right now, but can we not? Can we just keep pushing through and doing what we're doing? Because I don't like what you've got going on over there. And I just yeah. want to ignore it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Glad I'm not alone. I'm glad it's not just me. Um, but listen to your body. If you're feeling stressed, do do what you need to do to calm down. If you don't know what to do when you're stressed, try to figure that out. Again, it might take some practice. It might take some trial runs. But try different things. Ask people. Like Ask people what they do when they're stressed. I like to go for a walk or turn on some calming music or go take a bath. Sometimes I go read a book, depending on if I can or not. And if it's in the middle of chaos and stress and my kids are climbing on me and I can't go do, do those things, sometimes I just am like, pause, everybody stop what you're doing. Let's all collectively take a deep breath in and then out. And then I make us do it three to five times. And sometimes we pick back up where we started and other times I'm like, we're doing something different today. We're just, we're done with math for today. Let's go play a game where secretly they're actually still doing math. Or we go outside and I'll ask them math related things <laughs> as, a, you know, get creative with it. Figure out what you need to do when you're stressed. What do you do, Casey? What's your best stress? Um, oh my goodness. I... I tend to lean um, on the creative creativity side, mm. if I can say words. Um, I really, I've talked about this before. I really love my coloring books and my mm. markers. Um, if I have the time for that, um, I've been crocheting this winter. Ooh, that's really fun. simple. As in, like we are making a scarf. Okay, okay. okay. It, it is the basic it. of the basic. But that has been really, really nice when I'm stressed to just sit down for literally, it'll be five, 10 minutes and do my crochet and working with my hands. Um, but if I am in a situation where I am stressed, I am anxious, I struggle with anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, I have found after trying lots and lots of things, you know, some people say, um, tell yourself things, tell yourself I am safe. I am loved. I am. That doesn't yeah. work for me. Yeah, I tried that. doesn't work mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. I found that literally just putting my hand mm -hmm. flat against my chest is okay. what calms me down. It's weird, but especially times when I'm anxious and I can feel it mm -hmm. just, you know, building and building. And I mean, I think it's kind of the same you know, thing of like, I breathe too, <laughs> but just that, that connection of, mm -hmm. you know, you feel your hand on your chest, mm -hmm. you're feeling the warmth of it, the heaviness of it. And it just kind of like, you know, doesn't completely dissipate everything, but suddenly I'm, I'm okay. I can deal with this and we, yeah. we can move on. So yeah, funny That's things. Great. I know. It's crazy the things that are helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So find your thing. Find your thing that helps you. Listen to your body and then find out what 
you need to do to respond to your body. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay, learn about your body. What have you learned about your body, Casey, in the last few years? Oh, goodness. Probably not enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a journey. It's, it's a journey. It's a journey. I mm -hmm. have learned a lot about um, like stomach stuff. Oh. Um, I had my gallbladder out last year and which has been almost a year ago now, actually. Um, and so I learned in that point, I learned a lot about gut health, taking probiotics, mm -hmm. drinking apple cider vinegar, um, that kind of stuff. But then also mm -hmm. just things about nutrition and, you know, ways to, at the time I couldn't really eat like hardly any fat. And mm -hmm. so, cause my body couldn't process it. And so, um, it was interesting to learn mm -hmm. about all of the things that I could and couldn't eat with that restriction. And, yeah. um, That's it, crazy. it is an ongoing journey for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, paying attention that also to that also um, made me aware of what my body does during my menstrual cycle as well. Mm. And that has been helpful long term. Yeah. When I know it's coming mm -hmm. and I know, okay, I'm, I don't quite have as much of a routine yet. I want to kind of build a routine of like, this is what I get from the grocery. This is, you know, this is how we prep for this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not quite there yet, but I am aware and I'm learning. And, um, you know, that's kind of the first step, really. Yeah, it really is. Definitely. What I will say since then, you just look healthier since then. Like you're, you've got a, like a glow and your skin just looks nice. And even your hair looks I don't know, different, but in a good way. I know you look healthier since then. Yay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel healthier since then. <laughs> good. That's what I'm like, health looks good on people. Whether mm -hmm. it doesn't matter like your shape, your size, whatever, but like when people are healthy, you can tell. You can it shows. Um, and I think that looks better on anybody. Better on anybody than other things. Mm -hmm. Genuinely. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So learn about your body. I mean, like I said, I learned that I have the MTHFR gene mutation and I just found a new doctor and she tested literally all of my blood and was like, well, you're deficient in this, 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 and this. And so now I take supplements for those things and, or I've added those things into my diet more naturally. And I feel better than I have in years. And it's literally was just supplements. That's amazing. It's insane. It's insane. It blows my mind that because doctors just kept pushing me off. They were like, I mean, I've talked about this before, so bear with me, but I re keep repeating it because it's so powerful. And because I've heard so many people say the same thing. Mm -hmm. I just had doctors tell me like, well, you have four kids that you homeschool. So of course you're tired. I'm like, yeah, but it's different. Well, of course you have brain fog because you're homeschooling four kids. Okay. But it wasn't like this before. And now it is, there's a definite change. Mm -hmm. And they tested for like an iron deficiency and that was it. And I did have an iron deficiency 
So I started taking iron, but I still didn't really feel better. But it's because I was lacking in vitamin D and vitamin B and magnesium. And you have to go get your own body tested for that. Because I can give you my regimen of exactly what I take and when and everything. But that's tailored specifically to me and my body and what my body needs. So it's amazing. I didn't even have to make crazy life changes I mean, it was later on that I learned about the folic acid, but since I've learned about that, like my periods have been better. I've felt better. I've had fewer migraines. So just learn about your body and it's not, you're not going to find it all in one go. It's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I spent like five years trying to figure out what was going on with my body and it took five years of trying different things and then finding the right doctor and talking to the right people. And then even once you start like the supplements take a few months to set in. So it's not like you take them for a week or two and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm better. It took like three months before I was like, oh, I feel like myself again. So you got to be consistent too. But learn about your body, figure out what you need. If you're having something weird going on, it's probably not normal. If it's something weird, find the right doctor, find the right people and do what you need to do to take care of that. And if you feel like you don't have the capacity for that, I know with my gallbladder stuff, I Mm -hmm. was just focusing on being okay. Yeah. I did not have hardly any capacity for getting past it. Right. Find someone who can advocate for you. I think we've talked about Mm -hmm. this before. It Mm -hmm. is important to have someone that will be listening to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And can communicate that to your doctor or whoever you need to be talking to. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And take it one step at a time. Sometimes it's just too much all at once. Mm -hmm. Take it one step at a time because one change is better than no change. And once you've made one change, then you can easily not, not maybe not easily, but it's easier to add another change. Mm -hmm. So just give yourself grace. You're doing all of this because we want you to love your body, not because you feel like shame that you should or that. I know I think there's a can be a lot of talk toxicity when it comes to our bodies and eat this and move this way and do this and don't do that. And so much of it is shame-based and so much of it is, well, I should be doing that. Do it because you love your body, because your body is amazing and you, your body deserves to be treated with love, just like the people that you love in your life deserve to be treated with love. You are the same. You are not any different. Love your body because your body deserves to be loved. And it starts with you. So. Preach. Thanks. I'm here. I'm here for it. This week, instead of focusing on what you can't do, focus on what you can do. Mm -hmm. Write it out. Share it with a friend. Post it on social media. And tag us. Because we want to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, For myself, I appreciate that even through the migraines, I can do a good job. Mm. Whatever that looks like, it might look like, you know, I'm just going to get the dishes done today. Mm -hmm. 
it might look like I'm going to sit on my couch and crochet. Mm -hmm. But being able to do whatever I can do well, mm -hmm. I know I can do that even when I am not feeling well. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are on the couch in so much pain, text a friend mm. and tell them, you know what? You're awesome. That's all. That's it. It's not, it's not complicated. And it doesn't have to be physical. You can leave the dishes. They'll be there tomorrow. It's true. Do you ever, this is so random and so weird. Do you ever feel like when you have a migraine that you're like trapped inside your own body? <laughs> So many times. Like, like I can be, when I have one that's really bad, I can barely talk. Mm -hmm. But then somebody will text me and I'll pick up my phone and I'm like texting away. And I'm like, I cannot physically say these things right now, but uh -huh. like I'm still in here and I can like, it's hard. It is harder to text too when I have a migraine. So that there is that, but it's easier for me to text than it is to talk. Mm -hmm. And like putting my words together is hard sometimes, like stringing words together, but it physically hurts to open my mouth and use my voice. And I just, it's the weirdest sensation that I never noticed until texting was commonplace. And I feel it every time that I'm like, I can hear my, how I would be saying this, but I could not for anything, say it this way right now. <laughs> Yeah, there are definitely there. I know there's been times when you and I have texted and you'll be like, yeah, I'm in bed with a migraine. I'm like, I would have never known you're, you're texting me. You're just like your usual peppy, beautiful self. And I'm over here like, dang, girl, I need to be more like that, I guess. <laughs> you don't. I just feel trapped in my body. And so I'm texting to feel like myself again. <laughs> We do what we can do. That's true. Yeah. So find what you appreciate about your body. I appreciate that I can still text with a migraine-ish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. And then I'm still here and my kids still want to come and hug me. And I'm still loved. I appreciate that I'm still loved even when my body feels like it's useless. Mm -hmm. And it's only temporary. It's not permanent. Um, but I appreciate that I can open my windows and that I can use my legs and walk. I know that not everybody has that, but that's something about my body. If you're that person, find something about your body. Like there's the, um, Johnny Erickson Tata who is paralyzed from the neck down and she's a painter. She paints with her mouth mm -hmm. she, and she's amazing. Her paintings are incredible. So I promise you, you can find something to appreciate about your body. Start yes. there and just work your way up. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. Loving your body is so good. Like it's like we said, our thrive tip is love your body. We know you can do it. We're working on it. We're not perfect at it yet, but we're getting there and we know that you can get there too. So share with us what you love and appreciate about your body this month. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Yet We Thrive or at yetwethrive.com. If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.